shit. You want to just repeat that question? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Go. I Welcome back to the DWD podcast. Today, we're joined with one of the most creative people I've seen thus far. Everybody, please give a warm welcome to Benny Brisk. Welcome, Benny. We're really excited to have you on the pod. <laughs> yes, Thank sir. You. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Of course. So I'm happy to be here. For the folks who don't know you, could you give a little bit of background about yourself? Maybe talk a little bit about music production because I know you're you're into that. Um. So basically, I'm a music producer. Um. I've been producing for like, I'd say like, five since like end of seventh grade so like five four years now um and i got yeah so ba that's basically what what's the deal and um i got into music when i was about like two years old three years old my dad plays guitar since he's 10 so that's how i got into music he got me a drum set when i was like three picked up that pretty well turned out great played the drums like i always wanted to be uh a professional drummer i would say like when i was little like when people would ask me like yo like what do you want to be when you grow up i would always be like y'all want to be a professional drummer and then like <clears throat> excuse me once uh middle school hit i kind of realized like it's like hard nowadays to make like good money being a professional drummer so i took on piano lessons but that kind of fell off. So I kind of self-taught myself piano and then I took up um, production and then, yeah. So here I am. Word. So how is, how is your creative process developed throughout the years? Like where, where did you start? What was like the first thing you started looking into in terms of like programs and stuff like that? Um, where did I start? So basically um, my cousins actually are DJs and producers. And they're like uh, late in their early 30s, late 20s, and they're they're tw they're brothers. So they're um, they put me on in seventh grade. I like saw what they did, and I was like, damn, like, yo, like that's fire. I want to make my own music. You know what I mean? Like that's dope. Like um, seventh grade hit, and I realized um, that it's hard to like make a living, make a good income off being a professional drummer. So uh, I knew my cousins were DJs and producers and they, I saw what they did. I was like, damn, like that's sick. They're making their own music. Like I always knew I wanted to make my own music. So I was like, damn, like I want to do this. So like I picked that up. They taught me a lot of things. They taught me a lot of softwares and programs. Um, some programs are that, they taught me our machine and Ableton. And those are two music production programs. And I picked that up, self-taught myself piano. And later on, I ended up, this year, I actually ended up taking piano lessons because I really wanted to get nice with the piano. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, that's basically, that's basically what happened. Yeah. So now awesome. here I am producing. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so what's what's the creative process kind of like? Like where do you get your inspiration from, and then how do you take that and materialize it into making your own music? Honestly, um, like it comes for for me, it comes for any from anything. Like um, I'd say this year, 
was the was like I used to really like focus on like everything else like that everyone what everyone else was doing and like I would look at like the the music world like let's say for like for example like Juice World and Nick Mira uh, you guys know Nick Mira or not yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. So he's actually our age. I, I think you, you guys are 17, right? Or 18, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm 17. Okay, word. Word. Okay. So, but anyways, yeah, he's my age. So I was I would always look at people and be like, damn, like, um, I I wanna do that and like I wanna do that. Oh wait, I should do that. But then like this year I really realized like, yo, like I gotta chill, I gotta take a step back. I gotta really do what I want to do and like not like I could use other people's music as inspiration but to a certain extent like I want to create my own sound you know what I mean I want people to know like damn that's like that's a Benny Brisky you know what I mean you, mm. do you know what I mean in, in yeah. a sense like that so basically I take inspiration from everything like things I hear on the radio I really I grew up on playing the drums and my dad was playing guitar ever since he was 10 so we used to jam out I used to, I was, I grew up on rock. So, um, I take rock. I listen to rock all the time. Listen to blues, listen to jazz. I listen to all that stuff. And I really, I try to incorporate like that into my music, anything nature, like, even though it sounds like, like weird or whatever, like I really, anything inspires me. Like, I'd be watching a movie with my family and I just hear like a certain chord progression. And then I'd be like, damn, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm out. I got to go like produce. I got to go lay this down. You know what I mean? Go right, right to the studio and fucking record it. But like anything, voice memos is a biggest thing. I'd be in the middle of math class, like, and I'd just <laughs> think of something and then I'd be like, and then I just record it down in my voice memos. So like, it's that, you know what I mean? Inspiration with me comes from anything. It could be anything. You know? Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm wondering, you mentioned a little bit about the issue with comparison, and I, I, I think many artists probably experience that. I know Joey and I experience that even with podcasting. Uh, how, do you, how do you go about differentiating yourself now? Like, how do you find, or how have you tried to find that unique sound for yourself? I really focus on um, isolating myself from society and really um, taking a step back because I work with a lot of artists. I'd say I work with like in my whole life, I'd probably work with um, like 15, almost 20 artists. Basically, artists I work with all the time would be like on their phones, we'd be in the studio, whatever, and they'd be like, pull up a song. I want to do this. I'm like, bro, like that's done, bro. It's done already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not uh, like I'm not saying I don't want to do something like that, but I don't want to do copy exactly what someone's doing. So really, I try to use inspiration, use other songs out there and whatever as inspiration, but don't copy it. You know what I mean? Like, I really am trying to make a name for myself in terms of being really exclusive. Like people on Instagram hit me up all the time, like asking for beats, like, yo, bro, how much how much a beat costs? Like, how much this? I'm like. Um, I don't really like sell beats. Like people ask me all the time, why don't you have a YouTube page for your beats or, or this or that? And I'm like, well, like, to be honest, like I want to come up on, um, I want to come up known as like an exclusive producer mm. in terms of like 
oh damn like you're working with benny brisk like you're working with benny like that's fire how'd you get how'd you get a benny beat like you know what i mean like i don't want to i don't want it to be like do you guys know cash money ap yeah he's everywhere or like taz taylor like everyone has his beats he's not like it's not like oh my it's like i want to be like the metro booming like holy shit if you have a metro booming beat that's like ridiculous you know what i mean next wave exactly that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to do so like yeah i'm trying to separate myself in terms of exclusiveness in terms of inspiration like i could take inspiration but not copy and also um in terms of my sound i really focus on my melodies so like in terms of like um all my sounds like i really I would say my, my bet, my strongest, yeah, my strongest is definitely my melodies, but I, I, the most I enjoy is like dreamy, dreamy stuff, like lucid dreams, like those type of melodies, you know what I mean? So like, so speaking of that, in terms of, you know, melody and everything, I'm wondering, you know, when you, when you're making your music, when do you know you have a sound that's like going to pop? You know, when do you know that you've struck gold? Is there a feeling that you have or is it after the fact when someone hops on the beat that you're that you feel confident about what you've produced? Okay. Um I'd say uh like you you don't really know when you strike like there's definitely a feeling you get when when there's like a hit like you know what i mean there's definitely a feeling you get like damn like this is next level like this is fire like people are gonna fuck with this like for a fact like there's no arguing like when something is good like obviously there's gonna be people who are like and like i don't know i don't really like it but when there's when there's a hit it's kind of like not letting someone say they don't like it you know what i you know what i mean In 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 a sense like it's just like every you have to make everything good about it like i don't know it's hard to explain but like um there's definitely a feeling you get when you make a hit and and strike gold like it's but there's also a feeling you get when you when you don't feel like a song is that good and then it ends up doing great you know what i mean so it's really unpredictable nowadays but yeah word so what about like i love how you talked about the fact that there's going to be certain days, certain certain beats which you make, certain pieces of music which you which you create with an artist which don't go as planned. What do you do to help fix that situation to say it's okay if I messed up now but I'll get back up later? Oh yeah, of course. Um like I I can't lie. Of course, like I make I make amazing beats and I make trash beats like you know what I mean? It's not like I'm on every second. No one's like making like hits, every, banging out hits left and right. But uh, people definitely go on rolls. You know what I mean? I've been on a roll like whatever. I'm like, damn, like I've been making pretty good beats lately. But um, like in terms of like songs flopping and not doing as well as you thought, um, I just take it as if it does well, it does well. If it doesn't, we're going to just keep making music. I don't do this to, I don't do this for the numbers. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really do it for like, obviously money is, is like in the end, like obviously I'm doing it for the money. And obviously I, I want the money fame. 
will come with it. If I don't have, if I don't get famous, I could care less money. Obviously I need that to support. Like I want to have a family, whatever I want. You know what I mean? But I do this for the music. So when you say like, Oh, how do I get back on my feet? Like when a song pops, like I don't really take it personal. Like I've had many songs like that. I thought I were going to do very well, like flop. And, um, I'm just like, whatever, I'm finna make a hit tomorrow, you know? <laughs> so like, <laughs> that's what, that's how I take it. I, I, I really like try to be very positive in, in a sense, like, cause when you don't let yourself be negative, you know, nothing bad comes out of it, you know? Word, word. The one thing I'm curious about, and I know a lot of people struggle with this, with perfectionism uh, and stuff of that oh, sort. No, you- no doubt. Yeah. So what is that? What does that feel like? Like, uh, are are there times where you just, you know, you're stuck on a beat, you just keep hashing it out and you just have to drop it. What do you do to get over that hurdle of trying to be perfect with what you're creating? Yeah. Um, with me, uh, I, I play a few roles. So when it comes to recording, like artists, like the artists I work with, um, I play the producer role, I play the engineer role, and I play the mixing and master role. So a lot of people who aren't in the music industry and aren't involved with that. A little. Did it cut out? Yeah, yeah. but you're, you're back again. You're back. Keep you're going. Back. You uh, I'll, I'll just pick off. Yeah. yeah. So basically, people who aren't familiar with um, the whole music scene and like with the process don't really understand what that really means. So I'll just explain that really quick. Sure. So basically a producer is the one who makes um, the sounds, puts all the sounds together. And it doesn't have to be that though. Like I could be a producer and not touch, not make it, not even make the beat. You know what I mean? I could be a producer and like basically just arrange everything. Like tell the beat maker, Oh, I want that there. Like, I want that bell there. I want ad lib. Oh, harmonize that. You know what I mean? Like in terms of that, but that's what a producer, he kind of like arranges and like tells kind of arranges a song. Basically engineer is the one who is recording the vocals and recording other like instruments or whatever. That's an engineer. And they basically make, they basically mix a song in terms of like making instruments at a higher level or lower in in the, in the, in the mix and whatever. And mastering is like the post-production process in terms of like videos, like, you know how you've post you've, you've post-production. So basically that's like kind of the same thing as mastering. It's making it top notch. It's making it sound crisp. It's making it sound clear. It's making each sound sound the best it can be. So yeah, I play all those roles and um, it's hard sometimes, you know what I mean? It, it really is hard. Like I really, I'd say my, my best, I'm what I'm best at is producing. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely like, that's my strength. I'm good at, I have a good ear for sounds and certain, like I know what fits, what, what doesn't fit and mixing and mastering and engineering is definitely not my best. Um, Cause like when you listen to let's say my music and people I produce and, and mix 
and then you listen to let's say Drake and The Weeknd and whatever Uzi, you could obviously tell a difference in in sound. And no one really realizes that a huge part of why you're liking a song is the engineering and the mixing and mastering because they make it sound so good to the ear and like nothing is wrong with it. Like it's just so crisp and, and it sounds good. You know what I mean? Like you ever hear a song and it's just like distorted and it just sounds like shit. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Like this I don't audio. know if you have. <laughs> know if you have but like that's that's called shit engineering that's called you know what i mean but definitely i try to i try to overcome that because like i know that's not my strength but i definitely work on it every day and i'm trying to get better and better as as i grow in this industry but yeah i definitely uh i try to I try to like not hone in on that. Oh, like I'm bad at this. I'm bad at this. You know what I I try to be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I think that's, I think that's the right mindset too. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mindset is everything in this game, in this world, uh, whether, whether it's what you're doing, making podcasts, everything in life is mindset. And that's, that's my top priority. Just getting my mind straight and like everything. Word. Joe, you have another question. Yeah, I just wanna I wanna riff off on that mindset thing. What what do you do before the recording process, before you walk in with a hit artist, to get yourself in the right the right mood, the right mindset to create that banger? Oh, um, I'm not even gonna lie, like I've had plenty of times where I'm just like, uh like I'm not trying to record right now, like I'm not even trying to be in the studio right now, like everyone has those times where they're just like not inspired and they're just trying to sit on the couch, smoke a fucking blunt and watch a movie. You know what I mean? Like like literally like, but, um, my, in, in terms of my mindset, um, I know I'm only 18. I, you know what I mean? I just turned 18 and I have a lot of time, but with me, the, I, I take it as, the more the the quicker i want it to come the harder i have to work and i'd say 60% if not 75% of my of everything i do is my mindset um i even like this isn't before i record but i also take time to meditate um, I know a lot of people my age and everything don't do that, but um, I see like people like Kobe Bryant, for example, and I'm like, damn, like he's just like, just like his mindset is retarded. Like he's just, <laughs> he is the goat, like the way he thinks, like I want to be like that. You know what I mean? Like, and one thing I noticed is he really like meditated and like people think that like, especially our age, people take that as a joke. Like, Oh, you meditate like, hmm, like the whole Zen thing. Like, yeah, not, that's not what meditating is. Like, bro, like you need to clear your mind. You need to like take a step back and relax and just look at the situation, look at whatever it is and just really like process everything. Cause like, I know a lot of 18 year olds just like have a lot of, a lot going on in life. You know what I mean? We're just always on social media. We're just always on this, always on that. And with me making music, I definitely have to, I definitely got overwhelmed. And I, I definitely like, I look at people, like I said earlier, like 
I, I compare myself and I, I am learning to stop doing that. You know what I mean? Like with you, with podcasts, I'm, I'm sure it's the same. Like we want to be like that podcast. We want to be that popping. We want to have that many subscribers, but like it, it take like, you also have to learn, like it does take time. It takes, it takes, you know what I mean? Like, and there's sacrifice, you know what I mean? That I have, learned i recently um this whole quarantine shit um for me this whole thing is i took it as damn like god really blessed me with this time because mm, funny thing is funny thing is um all of february or whatever this whole i'd say this whole year i was just like this year was really just crazy for me and i was always like damn like i need more fucking time like i need more time i don't have time to do whatever I, everything i want i'm a big procrastinator which is the worst thing in the world to be a procrastinator but that's beside the point so like being a procrastinator and me trying to achieve what i want to do and i was saying to myself i need time and then all of a sudden boom this fucking coronavirus hit and I was just like, damn, like now I got time. Like, holy shit. Like now I could do, I could plan out my days. I wake up in the morning. I, I sit my coffee. I'm like, damn, okay. What am I going to do today? What am I going to do today to say to myself, positive ass day, banged it out. That's a W. Like I actually keep a calendar, um, in my studio and not necessarily having to do with music every time, not necessarily having, it's just like, Basically, if I did not do what I wanted to do that day, let's say, in terms of working out, in terms of um, fucking, in terms of meditating, in terms of organizing my computer, whatever, I if I don't do it, I put a fat L on, on the day. And I know that, okay, I took an L that day. All right. Uh, I know tomorrow I want, to, I want to take that dub. You know what I mean? Like, it's all how you 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 make your life. Like, no one's especially our age, like I have huge respect for what you guys are doing because like you guys are really like doing something. You know what I mean? Like all these kids, they Bro, they're don't... sitting on their phone for hours Bro, a day doing nothing. It's bad. It's bad. And yeah. I like, I like finally I got this time. So I'm doing all this, whatever I, the first week of quarantine, I actually wasn't doing what I would do. And, um, so yeah, after that week hit, I was like, damn, like, okay, God gave me this time. I got to use this shit to my advantage. So I actually disabled my Instagram. This is for like a few days, whatever. I was like, I, I'm done. I, I left every group chat I'm in, whatever. I disabled my Instagram. I, I logged off Snapchat, everything. I basically isolated myself from society. I turned off my phone because I was realizing okay, my phone's starting to get, I'm starting to use it way too much. I'm starting to get out of hand. And then um, I got back on track and then slowly I, I I'm still not in, in any group chats, which I, which I don't really care about, to be honest. But yeah, I went back on Instagram and because like in the end, Instagram for me, especially a musician, I need it in terms of promotions and 
and staying relevant because if you're if you're irrelevant for a month like people forget forget about you like that you have to be in people's faces you know what i mean and i think i think the takeaways are are also really important i really like the note that you were talking about you know taking time to step away from society and recently i've been i've been looking at like some very successful people and just thinking what is necessary to take those steps to become successful uh, and one one book that I really like that I, I've recommended to a ton of people is a book called Digital Minimalism by this professor called Cal Newport. And he talks about how solitude is is super important because it gives you that space to reflect and take time to be in touch with yourself. So I, I think it's super interesting to hear that from the music production side because I know I've been experiencing that myself in terms of just creativity and where I want to take like branding and stuff and, and any of my interests. So that's, that's just super cool. Oh side yeah, definitely. Def- definitely. And, and a side note to that, it's a little bit of a tangent from this, but I'm just curious what an ideal collaboration looks like for you. Like if you had to shoot for the stars yeah. and you were just like, I just want to work with this person, who would that be and why? Oh shit. Um, honestly, I, I was literally, I was, I was talking to my boys the other day, my, not my boys, my, um, my family about this the other day. I, I just say my boys all the time. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yo, your family, can yeah, your boys, the boys, my family is my boys. That's it. But yeah, um, I was talking to my sister and she said that to me, same question. And, um, it's kind of tough. Like in terms of, um, picking someone's brain, I really want to know how, how Kanye thinks um, in terms of music and how he, his process, I really want, I I would love to work with Kanye uh, in terms of producing and the whole musical standpoint. Um, I'll give you three people because honestly, I can't, I can't tell you one. I'm sorry, but like, I can't Um, for producing. I definitely say um, something like Kanye, probably Kanye. For uh, vocals, the artist I would love to work with is um, I really like The Weeknd, and uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably say The Weeknd, honestly. Um, yeah, uh, shit, this is hard. <laughs> but, it's all good, but that's yeah, like, but that's that, the like, cool part. Yeah, the know? dope like, part is like you know asking these questions, making you think. You know what I right. mean? So just having having. Yeah. That, Having having that space to really like consider the, those sort of end goals, it really helps you like isolate what your objective. I also have a, another particular question about like just Kanye in general, because I know this is a debate that people have online all the time. Do you think he's a he's a musical genius, and if so, like what about his music makes him so special? Um, he, I feel like he just he's really like he has his own sound. You know what I mean, like. People know like he the way he plays, like the way Kanye plays, the way he puts sounds together. You could tell it's him, and that's that's why I I told you before like I want to create my own sound. I want people to know it's me. That's why like I don't know. Yeah, that's basically why I think Kanye is such a musical genius because he he really creates things that no one's ever, ever really encountered. And Pete, like I give him so much credit because like, even though people haven't heard it before, like they still like catch on to it and, and like it, you know, like not many people could do that. Honestly, like, like it's, it's a fact like life of Pablo was it. Like, I love that. Like his earlier albums are obviously like 
I think his best, but um, yeah, he's definitely like in terms of music, he's definitely up there. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's really it's really difficult to get anything started. I know it might be similar for you, but for Asher and I, getting this project started and really getting our voice out there was super difficult at first. What did you do during the beginning yeah. stages of your production process? So, you know, to you know break through those boundaries and still continue creating even when people weren't messing with your message. As soon like I like I said I was always in music, so people who knew me knew I like played the drums, knew that like I was in music. And like my best friends all know that like my dad plays guitar, my dad's in a band, whatever. So I'm I always like I was always like made it known that I was a drummer in terms of like anytime there was a chance, like talent show, always in it, playing the drums, whatever. Um I was always in the band, I was always in jazz band, everything. Like always just putting myself out there and showing people like I would always I always love to put on a show and show people what I could do, whatever. And um when it came to production, um, I'd say like social media, of course, like helped me a ton, but I would definitely ask my friends for some help. They would repost all the time, like show some love. Um, recently, people showing love is harder to get nowadays because like no one really cares anymore. But <laughs> like, yeah, I, I that's how it really like that's how I broke out. I, I would always just like, like I said, just keep pushed. Like I would make sure people see it, like put it in their face. You know what I mean? Like I would make sure people know also a big thing. Uh, I started DJing in in like ninth grade and people would know me as a DJ. So they just knew associated me with music. And then like, if people followed me, they would find out I'm, I'm a music producer. So yeah, that's, that was definitely a big, big part of it. Yeah, and I, I respect that a lot. Honestly, the grind in the beginning is really difficult. And I think the last question I want to end on, and you probably get this a lot, but why Benny Brisk? Why why that name? <laughs> okay, so so this is a funny story, actually. So in, in ninth grade... Uh, in ninth grade, I so I decided I, I wanted to be a, like I wanted to have I didn't want to use my regular name, and but I wanted to, I wanted to associate my my first name, which is my first name's Ben, but like people call me Benny, so like I wanted to associate my first name, and um, at first I was thinking like some stupid shit like jack frost and stuff like that like and i was like nah like definitely like, nah i'm not gonna be like whatever so like i would uh, in ninth grade like some weird thing like i would always do is like i would just say random ass shit and i would <laughs> always come up <laughs> i would always come up with like new words um <laughs> dead ass like i would always come up with new words and like <laughs> joey's dead <laughs> Yo, on the on the low though, Joey yeah, does that I'll, all the time, bro. Like you know how X was like Gekum, like this man made his own words. Like <laughs> that's all I'm thinking. Uh, about. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like like I would make my own words and like um like I would try to make them <laughs> relevant in my school and like I would try to make people say it. Like 
I would just like whatever. And like all of a sudden, like I just constantly, I always said brisk. Like, and if you search, <laughs> and if you search up brisk, it says, I'll search it up right now. Hold Your up. face is the image. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dictionary. Yeah, searches up brisk funny, and then he- <laughs> That would be lit. That would be fucking lit. Um, so brisk, active, fast, and energetic is the definition of brisk. So like, I would just like, that was definitely not my definition of brisk. Like I would always like, I would associate it with good. So like, if someone says like, um, look, like, yo, I just, I just caught this new, these new pairs of, uh, Yeezys. I'm like, yo, that's brisk, bro. Like that's heat. Like that's fire. Like whatever. So like, I was always saying that and like, some people would say it like that's brisk, like to like not to make fun of me, but like kind of to make fun of me, like whatever. And eventually I was just like, any brisk. And then like, it just kind of stuck. I was like, that's kind of fire though. Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like, like it kind of sticks. It's like BB, like it kind of goes together. It's kind of, it's like clean. Like, I'm like, fuck it. That's my name. If any of the folks want to reach out to you, listen to your music, that type of jazz, uh, where should they where should they hit you up? Um, I would I would definitely go to my SoundCloud because um, most of my music is on there. I also have a Spotify and Apple Music, everything at Benny Brisk, so you could find me there. Awesome, dude. All right, we'll make sure to to link that all in the description as well. That's all from us on the DWD podcast for today. We will see you when we see you. That's all. Peace.